your starting point with any COVID learning or this COVID learning, you should really ask yourself three things and do three things. You should review your child's IEP. This should be done whether it's COVID situation or not. You need to read your school's district LAA plan for the pandemic and the new school year. They all have one. All 50 states have a plan on what to do during a pandemic. You might not like it. You might not disagree with it, but it's there. You also need to read your state's guidance. Again, the guidance is there. All 50 states are available. It's there. Now that you've done that, you should by now have a clear picture of what your child's education will and should look like. And perhaps your school has even contacted you by now to change your child's IEP or you're asking yourself the question, should you contact them? Key questions to also ask yourself is what changes are they proposing and what changes would I like to make to the IEP? Are these changes adding something or removing something? Usually with an IEP, you're adding something or you're taking something away. You're adding a service, you're adding a goal, you're adding an accommodation, you're taking something away, you're taking away a goal, you're taking away a uh, accommodation. As your child progresses, this is a normal thing to add things, to remove things. This is a normal occurrence anyways. If services decrease during your COVID learning, because I am seeing this happen with districts, Districts are decreasing and are removing goals. And they're removing the supports and they're removing the um, services. None of the proposed changes that I've reviewed have been to increase anything. It's always been to decrease things and that is very disturbing and concerning to me. I get it. Circumstances may dictate that some services cannot be implemented as of right now however that does not automatically mean that it should be removed from the IEP entirely let me repeat that it does not mean that it needs to be removed from your child's IEP entirely temporarily halted yes because of present circumstances removed absolutely not mm-hmm. The same goes for goals, in my personal opinion. For an example, my son is not likely to achieve some of these goals due to the regression and decrease in services, but we can make note of that in his IEP. The bottom line is that it comes down to compliance and accountability. Sure, there are no waivers to idea per the U.S. Department of Education. Technically, a school district could be found in violation of not following an IEP. However, this could be alleviated if certain things are in place to take care of that, such as properly writing proper documentation, and everybody agrees on it as a team. For an example, your son, under normal circumstances, receives community-based instructions. He goes on a three to four outings a week. 
and has IEP goals to achieve related community participation. They have not done it since February because of the pandemic. The only outings he has done are with the family to medical appointments. Needless to say, he's likely to regress on his progress towards this goal. Still, that doesn't warrant removing them or adjusting them. The time to adjust them will be when his classes can do the community-based interventions again. His baselines will need to be adjusted, but that isn't something we do until it gets back to normal. And on his IEP is listed as a support and service. Still, I do not recommend agreeing to remove any support and service. A simple IEP no meet addendum listing which supports and services cannot be implemented due to the pandemic and that you expect them to return once it is feasible to do so. That is what needs to happen. A simple IEP no meet addendum can be listed in the supports. And as soon as things get back to normal and he's back in his regular school setting in the actual physical school building, then the services and supports can resume as normal. Do not give the school a waiver or a pass to remove the service, remove the goal, remove the support because your child is learning from home. This is not going to be a forever situation. Things will slowly start to go back to normal. And your school has probably established maybe a hybrid situation where you're online and then you can ease into going in. So if you've started online and you want to go back in, you want the IEP to reflect that and still somewhat be the same. You do not want to remove a service or a goal because you don't think it fits your current situation and have go back to the situation and it's not there and it's needed and to have it added back. Okay, so it's easier to add more than to remove it and have to add it again. So we do not want to necessarily remove and take anything away during this pandemic period, we don't. We simply want to leave the IEP pretty much as it is and just say, hey, this could not happen because of the circumstances, but we will resume it when we can, when it's more feasible to do so. It temporarily lets the school off the hook but doesn't completely take it away and it can still hold them accountable and it's in writing and it's noted and everybody agrees on it. So parents do not allow them to take away a service, take away that support from your child's IEP. Keep it in there. Just add an IEP addendum. The IEP no meet addendum. That is the proper wording. IEP, no meet, addendum. Okay, so it's simply just going to list the supports and services that cannot 
be implemented due to the pandemic. The wording has to be very on point, specific wording. Don't just strip it without just to strip it. No, 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 no. Leave it in there. Okay? Please, please, please make all COVID changes to the IP in writing. It makes me nervous, so nervous that we're heading into this huge economic recession and we're going to be removing things from an IP. Oh my gosh, I just get so many flashbacks of the covert cuts that happened 10 years ago. When the school districts had to make extreme cuts to their budget. And it was impossible to get anything added to anyone's IEP during that time. So just leave it there. Just leave it alone. Some, the same, should work in reverse. Okay. Due to a student's needs changing and their educational environment changing, supports may need to be added to the IEP. However, do the same thing. Do the same thing. Propose a no meat IEP addendum. Get that in your brain, in your brain. No meat IEP addendum. Tattoo it on yourself. Write it down on an index card. I don't care. A no meat IEP addendum. Okay? I should be seeing that in everybody's IEP. No meat IEP addendum. That should be in there. We should see it. The wording somewhere. All 50 states can use that same language. So I don't care if you're listening to me from Alaska to Florida, Georgia, where I'm at. No meat IEP addendum. Changes. And make note that this is only for a period of time that the child is learning at home. Specify the dates. Specify the dates. A no meat IEP addendum with specific block of dates and time. A month, three months, six months, whatever it is that you think it's going to be. Okay? Put it in writing. Put it in the IEP. The IEP is a contract, folks. An educational contract that is supported by laws and rules and regulations that the school has to follow. Okay? And you're every bit a part of it, parents. Every bit a part of it in implementing it and making sure that it's followed and helping writing it. Okay, get the tools and the tips and the tricks. Learn from an advocate. Okay, learn from me. Okay, tips and tricks. Make the changes in writing. Again, the no meat IEP addendum. Okay. Any IEP placement change. The above scenario makes the assumption assumption now that your child is doing what the rest of the districts are doing. That does not hold true for all children. Okay, okay. Some children with IEPs will be attending school five days a week, even though their peers may only be attending two or three some will stay home for their learning even though their peers are attending in person learning okay in the beginning everybody was at home whether the child had an IEP or not everybody was at home 
So every child was at home learning, doing the same thing. And as the state slowly started to reopen, they're reopening their schools. Some states say, hey, you don't have a choice. Bring your child in. Some states are saying, you have a choice. Keep your kid at home. Bring them in. Keep them at home. Bring them in. For the states that are giving you that option of online learning or face-to-face, in-person learning, now your placement has changed because now your child with an IEP is not doing the same thing as his non-disabled peers. So now we have a placement change. Okay, so in these incidents, a placement change Thus, changes to the IEP is warranted just to be clear and in writing as to what you're agreeing to and for the duration. You want to be it to be as painless as possible to get that IEP back as if it was working for your child. Okay, so that's what you want is a placement change. So, temporary, yes. But that's the placement change. So the placement that's changed is going to be little Susie Joe's house online learning during blah, 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 time at no meet IEP addendum. Once three months period, let's give them three months, is over, the child will be back in her homeschool situation And since nothing has been removed, no services, no supports, nothing has been removed, it will be easier and a smoother transition period to get your child back in. I mean, push comes to shove, you've added some stuff because now you've learned some things about your kid. You have helped her manage her time, refer back to previous podcast, you have helped her learn how to organize herself and you want to utilize those tips and tricks that you have come up with as a parent and put them in the IEP to help her in a school situation. Now, this organization worked for my child. Let's stick with it. It is something that she is used to. Hey, school. Hey, teacher. I found something out. This will help her. Most won't bark at that idea. Most will welcome it. But if you take something out and allow them to take something out, you get your poor child back in the regular school. Oh, fudge and nutter. I realized that I shouldn't have taken that out because she needed it. She needed it. That's why it was in there. But because I've kept her home with me, that wasn't needed. So I allowed the school to convince me to remove it. But now she's back in that environment. And it is needed once again. Oh, fudge another. I have got to get it back at it. Be prepared to fight. Good luck. Call me if you need me. But, so do not let them take things out. Because we're planning for a smoother transition. We're planning. Okay? Because... We need to look three to six, three, six, nine months down the road, hopefully not 12. And it makes sense in most cases to keep the IEP intact as written. Sure, 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 many kids will need new evaluations to determine new baselines. But removing or decreasing IEP goals 
or removing supports and services just because the school is going to look different this fall doesn't make sense. There are simpler solutions. Again, say it with me. IEP, no meet addendum that satisfies everyone's concerns. Good luck. Good luck. And you can always reach out to me. Yes, good luck. Remember, IEP, no meet addendum.